You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. Welcome back to another episode. So I wanted to get more of the perspective. Of course, I know we do this quite a bit here on the How to Talk to Girls podcast. We get perspectives from females, but I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting to hear from them in terms of what they're going through and what dates are like and what attracts them. It's interesting to me, at least. I hope it's interesting to you. So I wanted to have a a girl come on here and talk about that specifically about first dates. And in the title, as you see, there's also relationships because we do go into relationships. And I really want to just give a little shout out to our guest here. Her name is Kayla, and I appreciate her honesty. And this is the reason why I wanted to have her on, because she is a very honest person. She was willing to come on and tell some of the truths in terms of what it was like to be in a relationship and and not play victim mentality. And really, uh, she gives a pretty good perspective, I say, on what it means to be attracted to a guy. I know a lot of women have a hard time describing it. It's not easy, but Kayla does a really good job. I think she's really able to tap into what makes her really like a guy. And I think that the information is so good, which is why I wanted to have her on the podcast. I want you to listen to it. So that's what we're doing. We're getting a female's perspective on first dates and relationships. And she's about to tell you. She is from Canada. She is 22 years old. And, you know, it's interesting. I know lately I've been having a lot of more younger girls on, um, you know, younger than 25. And in fact, I think we should get some older women on and talk about stuff. Uh, but these are the women who are responding to being on the podcast. I do reach out to, you know, a few women here and there who I ask, hey, would you like to be on the podcast? And these are the ones that come on. But either way, I want to be very clear here. Even though we are getting ones that are in the kind of 20 to 25 range and not necessarily the 25 to 35 or even 40 range, it doesn't matter. Okay. I was thinking about that today. I was like, wait a minute. Ah, you know, should we be getting, should we skew older? Like, why is it always, you know, young? Um, but it really, I just, I remembered, like, wait, it doesn't matter. A female is a female. That's it. A female is a female, whether she's 18, 25, 45, 65, she's attraction doesn't change. Yeah. Maybe she wants different things. Maybe a 21 year old and a 35 year old want different things because they're in different parts of their life, but it doesn't matter what they want in terms of how attraction works. Attraction still works the same way. So you understand that is it doesn't matter what the age is. The desires are still the same and the biology works in the same way. Again, you're just talking about people in different parts of their life who desire different things, but that is easy and understandable. And that stuff is, it doesn't compare to what it takes to understand how attraction works and building attraction. And it's the same, again, repeating myself here, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. Okay. So we are going to get into this today with, like I said, Kayla, and she's pretty cool. You can follow her on Instagram and TikTok if you'd like. You'll get that information from her towards the end of the episode. Now, I know that there's been a lot of guys who have been struggling a lot lately, and it's been really difficult because of COVID and because of the way just the, the, the nature of, of dating these days. That's one of the reasons why I do what I do and why I even have the podcast and why I have a TikTok and why I have a YouTube channel and an Instagram is to help guys with this issue. And sometimes podcasts are not enough. Sometimes little TikTok videos are not enough. So I want to be able to be here for you in other ways besides that. And if you don't know, I have multiple ways to do that. I have a video course called Hooked, which you can watch your own pace and learn how attraction works and how to meet women. And then I have my book, which is similar to the video course, just more in a 
written format. And then I have coaching, which is you work with me or a coach here at TripAdvice, and we help you and guide you and hold you accountable. All options are best. Obviously, coaching is going to be the one that's going to get you there the fastest because you have someone there who's actually helping you and talking to you and keeping in touch with you. But not everyone's ready for coaching, which is why I have all the different options. So either way, wherever you're at, whatever situation you're at, check out one of those three. Magnetic is the book, Hooked is the course, and TripAdvice Accelerator Coaching is the coaching program. If you want to apply for coaching, go to coachedbytrip.com. If you want the video course, go to getherhooked.com. And if you want the book, go to tripadvice.com slash book. It is on Amazon. Lots of different ways to help you. Don't feel like you have to do this on your own. If you want to continue to get an amazing education and become a rock star in this, don't do this alone. Don't be ashamed. Don't feel shameful. I got a lot of guys who get on the phone with me who feel shameful, like, oh, I've never done this before. Well, of course, no one's ever done it before. Lots of people don't do coaching of any type, let alone coaching of dating. But don't worry, it's all confidential. And the point of being able to get help is so you can make big changes in your life. And so you can take your life to the next level and optimize it. So don't worry about what everyone else thinks. Worry about you and what you want. So anyway, those are your options. Check it out. The Links to those are all in the show notes. And in the meantime, let's get a female's perspective on first dates and relationships. Here's Kayla and I chit-chatting away. Hey, Kayla, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? You are on the podcast. Are you ready? Are you excited? I'm excited. <laughs> this was my first podcast, so we'll see how it goes. But Do you ever listen to podcasts? I do, actually. What do you listen to? My actual very first podcast was Call Her Daddy. Of course. <laughs> I, I knew I knew course. you were going to say that. Girl, right? <laughs> yeah, literally. It's, it's interesting because I was listening. I was Funny enough, I was listening to, I don't listen to that podcast, but I've heard a couple of episodes. And just yesterday, I was like, I want to check them out again because, you know, they separated. Yeah. They like drop. they're not. Yeah. So it's like now it's, I don't know, one, the blonde is doing Call Her Daddy and the other uh, girl she's doing, Sophia. Yeah, Sophia with an F. Anyway. So I was like, oh, I want to see what they're up to and like what's going on. And I just forgot how dirty it is. It is very, very dirty. I you remember know? I used to like go for runs and listen to it. I'd be like, oh my God, like some of the stuff you're laughing about, you know, like it's crazy. Um, I just think it's so ridiculous that like girls just, it, it caught on and even guys were listening to it too. Like, like even guys were listening to it at first as a joke. And then I felt like low key, they were starting to put some stuff in there for guys and stuff. So it got their attention as well. Well, it's just like, I mean, okay, so she interviews this porn star mm -hmm. and it just gets insane. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, I mean, this is, this podcast is rated R, so I, I talk about whatever, but some stuff that I feel uncomfortable even saying, I was like, I can't even replicate like what it is. And it, to me, it's like, and I'm not like a, a lame, like, oh my God, I can't believe she said that. To me, I'm kind of like, I feel like they're trying a little hard. <laughs> like no one really talks like that. Maybe you do a little bit, but. And hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is how she talks all the time. And yeah. that's just like, but I, I just feel like she's pushing it to such a level to try to get, like you were saying, like get guys to listen to it, like talking really filthy. I mean, it's like practically like you're listening to porn in a sense. Literally. Yeah. They go in so much detail too. Yeah. Like so we're talking like, uh, talking about like eating guys' buttholes. And I mean, I, yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. And everything. Yeah. But, anyways. I think my, my, I'm curious. So you, mm. women like this podcast. You like it. What do you like about it? It would see, you would think intuitively you'd think, oh, this is a woman 
would not want to hear this kind of graphic detail mm. about sex or whatever. Yeah. I mean, but but apparently I'm wrong. A lot of women absolutely love this. What are your what's tell us what's your experience with that? I think for me, I just like the because like me myself, like I mean, when I'm at work and stuff, I'm very professional, but at the same time, I like to have fun and I like to just, you know, be a free spirit and just say whatever. Those girls are like, nothing's off, like off the table, like everything. They're going to talk about everything. Every I mean, there's like, do you know who Howard Stern is? Yeah, I do. Actually, my dad listens to Howard Stern. I actually, I love that. That's, I think it's great. And like, it's just his opinion. I mean, now there's so much cancel culture and all that stuff, but I know it's like, you got to be careful on what you say and, I, but it's. Yeah. And it's kind of stinks because it's almost it feels like it's taking away the First Amendment in a sense. People are so scared to say things. Right. But yeah, Howard Stern would have no filter. And of course, that's what made him insanely popular. And yeah. now you listen to these girls who have no filter. And it's, yeah, it's very entertaining. But anyway, we're not here to talk about that podcast. I want, I'm curious, did you ever listen to any of my episodes? I have not, no. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. It's not a test. I don't care. Most people, most women, I should say, haven't, especially the ones that I've had on this podcast. So I was not expecting it. Yeah, no, we give dating advice here. And so, you know, I'm having you on to give a little bit of the female perspective. I think sometimes it's interesting too having someone who's young, such as yourself, 22 years old. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Tell us a little bit about yourself. You said you're an RN, you're from Canada. Yep. I live currently in Toronto. Um, I actually moved here about a year ago. I'm from a very small town, Belleville. Um, probably don't know where that is. But yeah, I moved here. Um, I was single, kind of just, you know, busy with school at the beginning. And now that I've graduated, I'm just kind of, you know, finding my way. And uh, yeah, I've definitely been on quite a few dates and stuff here and there. And um, yeah, getting to experience it all for sure. How many dates have you been on total if you like first dates? Since I moved to Toronto? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say your whole life. Oh, my whole life. Oh. Okay, but let's say since you moved, so let's say in the past year. Let's call it the past <laughs> year. I've been on quite a few, I won't lie. Um, I don't know, like maybe like, honestly, like maybe like 10, 15. Oh, Ten. that's not that many. I thought you were going to say like 50. Well, no, not that many. Okay. Maybe, a little, maybe more 15, 15 range, but. Okay. How many of those turned into second dates? I, I mean, say, you know, like if you had a guess, yeah, you just give Honestly, it. quite a few did. There was, I would say probably maybe five that that weren't that I didn't have we didn't have a second date okay you seem like a very easy uh, person that's very easy to get along with yeah I, I would, think so I, I would I would imagine that it's it's probably easy to have a conversation with you based off of the five minutes we've been speaking so far that yeah. a date is probably uh easy to have with you at least for you know from the guy's perspective I'm curious when you're on these dates what makes you not want to go on a second date with a guy like if you're like ooh, I don't want to see that guy again <laughs> Um, there are for sure, um, some red flags. Um, most of my dates, like I'm, you know, I really, I don't ever put myself kind of in a position. I try not to that it'll, you know, like, for example, during quarantine and stuff, guys were like, Oh, come over to my place. We'll have dinner. And it's like, yeah, I know what, what you're kind of, you know, I mean, what you're going to be kind of implying. Um, you can kind of tell based on like on that first date where sometimes you can kind of tell the guy's intentions in a sense, like sometimes not a lot of times I like, I like to go for dinner with guys and stuff. And I find that, you know, just having a conversation, if I can't joke around with a person, like I'm a very sarcastic person, I like to, you know, talk. And if I can't, if I feel like I'm the one that's asking all the questions, or I'm kind of carrying the conversation, that's really Mm -hmm. tough. I've had some, you know, like awkward moments. And I'm like, I also like someone that I'm able to flow and I can banter with in that sense. Um, That's personally me, everyone is different, obviously. But for me, that's, I think having, you know, that banter and being able to, you know, talk and like make that first date seem like it's not a first date. That's my biggest one, I think. 
definitely some topics that come up for sure. Like, you know, like I'm fine with you guys talking about exes. Like I'm a super cool person, but sometimes, you know, guys go to the extremes. Wow. You're cool with that. Well, okay. But like, you know, I have exes too. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm, you know what, listen, like we all have exes and stuff like that and it's all good. But when guys are like purposely like throwing out on the first date that, you know, like, oh, I like, you know, like talking all about this stuff about her and stuff, it kind of is just like, you know, it is tough to, you know, that's kind of more for like later on dates. You should be talking about that, but it all depends. But yeah. What are some other red flags? Oh, oh, can I let's just, you can even tell one that maybe you haven't experienced that if you did see it, you'd be like, ooh. This guy. No thanks. You know what? Sometimes it just depends. Like I said on the person, sometimes you you just the you just the chemistry's not there or maybe they're like in a part of their life where you know that like for example, I tend to go for older guys just because I like the maturity level and like I feel like I'm very, you know, I feel like I'm pretty mature for my age. Um What do you when you say uh older guys, be more specific. Like anywhere older from 22. So like I it could be anywhere older than than my age. Um like anywhere, like sometimes I go for like, you know, 25, 26, 27. Um, so not super old, but um, just a little bit older. They have a few more years just because I know that they may be a little bit more serious. That's not always the case. And there's definitely younger guys that are at the same play field as that. But um, what's yeah. your what's your range? You think like what's the what's the youngest guy you'll date at this point in your life? And what's the oldest guy? Um, definitely probably youngest, uh, probably like 21. That, that's oh so you'd go you'd go a year younger than you yeah maybe maybe you know what though there's always there's always that one for you know you never know um all the mm, like 29 maybe 30 that's okay. really like, a little bit older but that's that's totally fine i'm totally cool with that what if the guy was awesome and he was like 40 years old oh i don't know i mean <laughs> that is that is a significant jump and that's almost like uh, yeah i don't i don't think i i don't think so but what, what do you want ultimately? Do you want a relationship? Do you want kids? Yeah. Do you want marriage? What do you want? Yeah, ultimately, that's what I want. Not like kids and stuff like that. Like I have my own career goals and stuff right now. And I'm still young. I want to enjoy enjoy my youth a little bit um, before settling down. But for sure, you know what? I kind of went through a phase after I had a I had a breakup like probably about two years ago. And since then, I've really taken time to myself and like really figuring out, you know, you know, where I could grow from that. And, um, you know, just taking my time with with men in general and just like feeling it out. But also I have my own goals and stuff. So that's what I've been kind of working towards. Why did you guys break up? Um, it was more like, so it was a lot of long distance stuff going on. So he played hockey in the States and it was like a lot of long distance. And then he actually ended up, he came back to Belleville cause that's where I was at the time. And he ended up starting his business and stuff. And like, I'm a super, super chill person. I was like, you know what? I support you. You know, you do your business stuff or whatever, but it, became all about him and like it just came to the point where like the business was like first obviously as a I guess as it should be but I just kind of was pushed on the back burner and I was like you know what like I I don't really you know I'm going to school also in Peterborough the time and it just you know what I just I think I was just tired of being in relationships at that point you know I've since I was in grade nine I was always in a new relationship and I kind of jumped from relationship to relationship without taking any breathers so I think that was kind of my last straw I was just like you know what I think I just need time for myself need time to like, you know, figure myself out and to kind of, you know, experience being single and going on dates and like, you know, seeing those red flags or going through, you know, people that, you know, play games with you or, you know what I mean? Then you kind of learn what you want because, you know, when you get a little bit older, right, the that person could be the person that you're going to might be with, right, for maybe for marriage or whatever. Have you ever acted crazy in a relationship, irrational, 
Is there, has anything driven you to act in that sense? I'm trying to be vague here because I don't want to point you in any direction. I'm just no. curious like, what your response no. to that is. No, seriously. I'm, yeah, totally fine. And I feel bad for any of my exes watching this podcast, but you know what? Whatever. We're not saying any names, so that's okay. Um, that's okay. We can leave the names out. We just want the stories. Yeah, um, for sure. So like in my first year university, I actually um, was dating was dating a guy. I kind of made a very, very bad move. I was young. I was in love. I decided to move in with this guy after knowing him for four months. Okay. Not the best decision in the world. Anyways, this guy you know, kind of turned to be turned out to be very emotionally abusive. This was before everyone started on TikTok, you know, using the word gaslighting and emotional abuse and all this stuff, because I feel like, you know, a guy says one thing and girls are like, oh, it's emotional abuse. You know what I mean? Like it kind of, it's, it's tough. And I, you know, I won't say too much about that, but this was sincerely very, like very emotional abuse. And it was just kind of like to the point where, you know, we get an argument and like, he would try to like use the whole suicide card on me and just all that stuff. So that was like, it became very toxic. He became like super toxic towards me. And I almost started to, I like, I started to get toxic myself. Like it was kind of more for like tit for tat kind of deal. Like, oh, you there's a, uh, there's also, there's a term called fleas. Have you ever heard of this before? I have not. No. So fleas is this, it's not, I don't think it's a technical term, but okay. it's this idea that when you're in a relationship with someone crazy, you start to act crazy. So it's like fleas, you know, you can catch fleas. Yeah. So it's like this idea of you start to pick up and catch their craziness and then you start acting crazy back. So it sounds like maybe that happened. So I'm curious, what what were, what were you doing that was toxic? It, like it just came to the point where like, you know, he would have like, okay, social media these days, it's, it's so, it's, it's, it's tough for relationships. You know, it's taking a beating on our relationships. But like it got to the point where he would have my Instagram, I would have his, he had all my stuff basically. It came to the point where I'd be like, he'd be looking at my likes and I actually like, I was really good. I was very respectful in relationships. Like I don't do, even if it's just liking a picture, you know what I mean? I don't want to cause that problem. And I, you know, if you're only with that, if I'm with that guy, that's all I care about. But with him, I started to, you know, like I'd see him like a girl's picture and then, you know, you just, you just blow up and you just, it, it becomes very stupid, like to the point of that. Yeah you know, he would curse and swear at me and call me names. So then whenever I, you know, I would retaliate and like, say that stuff towards him too, like calling him names and like, you know, almost every word in the book. Right. And that, that wasn't me. Like I became like super, like, you know, like I would never get physically aggressive, but I was just so, get so irritable so easily. And I was starting to say hurtful things and that totally was not me. Like, what's the worst thing you said to him? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's honestly so long ago, but I don't know, probably just like paraphrase. And I'm not holding back. I'm just trying to remember because that was like a good four years ago. Um, probably just like, you know, like, I don't know. It's not even that bad. Like you're an asshole or, so, you know, just something like that. But like more, I don't know. Like I was never that bad, but it was just, I became like very name calling and stuff. Like he called me the C word a few times and stuff and like definitely said some very hurtful things. Um, and you're like, this is not even that bad. But anyways, it brought that crazy set out on you yeah for sure and I just became a very like I was never really happy and now everybody looks at me and like I'm I'm always smiling I'm always happy I'm having a good time I, I love life um and I just became a person that I was not happy with and I you know I, a few times like I tried breaking things off and then I get back together and it just became that vicious cycle you know and I was like okay my parents helped me too they're like yep you know what you're done <laughs> so you seem like a very nice person. I can't imagine you ever being like that. I know. I know. That's that. That's the thing, though. It just it, 
I wasn't myself, like we'd be eating dinner together and I'd just be breaking down crying and just being super emotional. And that's also not me. Like I'm not like I'm an emotional person for sure, but I'm not the type that's going to randomly cry and stuff. Like it just consumed every part of me. Like it, it was not good. And nursing school, I wasn't doing good and stuff. And then after that, I, you know, I was like, pick yourself up and you know what, just, um, now, you know, you know, the red flags, you know, you know what not to, not to look at, you know, like it's just, yeah. Have you ever act crazy in any other relationships? I don't, not really that crazy. Um, I feel like before, like in some relationships, you get to a point where, you know, you're dating someone for a little bit and you just kind of get a little bit irritable with somebody. That was when I was a little bit younger and a little bit immature and stuff. You know, you get irritable and just little things that piss you off, which I'm sure probably will happen in my future relationships. But I would never act like super crazy. No, I'm like a very chill person. Um, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, Especially around like, I feel like everyone, girls get crazy. Um, guys get crazy over the whole like, you know, cheating thing, which I get every, like, it's totally understandable and no, everyone's scared, but you have to be able to have trust in the person. Um, that's the biggest thing too, like being able to trust someone. Do you yeah. have trust issues? No, I honestly don't. I, you know what? I always say at the beginning, like, like I've been cheated on before. Um, not a relationship, but just kind of like kind of a fling thing that happened. Um, and it, it stung, but you know what? I always go out of that relationship. I learned my lesson that sucked, but I can't go into a new relationship. And I like, I have to have a, you know, clear mind and like give that person, you know, the same benefit of the doubt that I gave the other person. Like, yes, no, it's not, right. It's very rational thinking. It's a different person. So, yeah. You know what I always say to the person, like, I obviously like cheaters are going to cheat, but I always say, you know, like if you ever feel like you want to, you want to pursue somebody else or you're having those feelings can you please like at least just tell me and like just break things off like I like I would rather you do that you're not going to hurt my feelings than you go out and do that I mean it's still going to happen but I'm very clear with people and um I'm not gonna start getting myself all messed up by looking at social media and looking at who they're following and what they're liking and getting all into this like it, it's not good you know I I went through that in first year university and I don't want to do that again be now be honest have you ever cheated before I have not no I can honestly say I have not have you been tempted? Um, no, honestly, not tempted. Um, you know, obviously you see a good, you know, a good looking guy, you know, you look, but I would never, never put myself in a position to hurt somebody else. You know, I, my, my parents raised me really well and they said, you don't ever do that to somebody. And because I felt that before, I don't want to put anybody else through that. I yeah. can honestly say that. I know some people will lie about that, but sincerely. No, I, I believe it. I believe it. You definitely. <laughs> you've been through it. So it, it's something that you would, you know, never want to put on someone else. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, so let's go back to first dates for a second. So what will a guy do on a first date that you'll absolutely love? Honestly, like I, I've I've honestly said it before, like I just, I like a guy that like pays attention. He's a good listener. And you know what, guys like, guys are simplistic people. You can tell how, normally you can gauge how they're kind of feeling based on their body language. I've definitely read and listened to actually some things before and it does make sense, like, um, I can kind of tell normally if someone's engaged, um, not really, but like, you know what I mean? You can kind of tell, right? Like if someone's kind of like, you know, they're not really listening. My biggest pet peeve is the phone. I don't ever like on a first date, I will never have my phone out. I put it away and you can tell when it, it's funny because when they go to the washroom, every guy takes their phone with them or girls take their phone with them. I leave it right on the table. Sometimes I have a face up because I'm like, you know what, whatever. Like, you know what they're doing. <laughs> they're probably in their like update. It doesn't matter. I don't care. But it's just like, that's one thing that I definitely pick up on. I would notice that. I, I would like that's that. If you point. went to the bathroom, we were on a date and you left your phone. I'd be like, wow. Okay. That would say to me, uh -huh. she is not 
attached to her phone in the way that other people are. That would totally say that to me. And that would, it would make me think that you're very, being very present on this date. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah. If you're going to be on a date and you took all that time to, you know, both of you guys to arrange it and get ready, that you should be fully present there. And if you right. don't want another date the next time, that's fine. Um, but yeah, also I've had a few guys take like stories of like food and stuff or like be on their phone during the date. And I'd be like, I, I'm never, I'm never on my phone, hardly ever. So what else? What else? What do you think is attractive in a guy in general? Definitely, you know, it definitely looks, I, I, that sounds so shallow, but for sure, like, I definitely like it, like, cause you know what, I grew up playing sports and, you know, I grew up going to the gym and stuff. I, I really like people that like have like a common interest in like going to the gym or doing like some type of hobby, like running or biking or anything, but um, yeah, that they're well, you know what I mean? Like I like a guy that, you know, takes care of himself in a sense. That sounds so bad, but it's true. Wait, but, why uh, is that bad? I don't know. I feel like that's really shallow, but I don't know. I think it's so funny this whole idea of shallow. I even have guys. I know. Like like they want to be with a girl who's really pretty, and they think it's shallow. It's like, well, what are we? What are we supposed to do? Is it we should like we should only be attracted to someone's personality? Like, yeah, obviously that's part of it, but it is normal to be attracted to someone's looks. What do you? What do you think is more important for you, looks or their personality? Definitely, I'm a big personality person. Honestly, a big personality person. Another thing that I think are you just saying that? No, I honestly personality, but also also looks too. But honestly, I'd rather have someone that is okay, less attractive, but has a great personality that I get along with, and that has goals, and then also maybe has like confidence in themselves, than someone that is like you know super good looking, but I can't carry a conversation. They have their phone on them, like you know, or not you know, what I mean, not going back to the phone, but you know what I'm saying. Like you you can have all the good looks, but if you're not able to have a conversation, I I I can't do that. You know. So but, what if you don't have the best looks? but you can carry a conversation. You're not looking at your phone. You are good on a date. Is that someone that you would be attracted to? Like they're like a seven out of 10, maybe even a six out of 10. You know what? Honestly, like if I, if we had a really good conversation, I was really feeling it for sure. I mean, definitely looks are there, but you know what? I, I for sure go for, I love, I love a good personality. And Do you I think love- your friends are the same way, your girlfriends? 100% no. no. They're no. not? What, why, what are they like? Well, you know what? It's actually funny. They're, they're very, both of them are a uh, small town. One of them's from, um, she's from Nova Scotia. So she's very, she's like me, like we're very similar, but she's more, she's got a particular taste and she definitely like, she's a, she likes personality too, but she, she definitely would be like, she likes assholes. She likes the asshole guys that that's her type. A hundred percent. She that's like, personality. That's what we're talking about. Same I thing. know, I know, but she also likes the look. She likes the, the bad boy look. Yeah. And that is, Yeah. <laughs> We all, I think we all get caught up in that sometimes, but what is the, what is the bad boy look? The bad boy look. Someone that's just like, you know, like a pretty boy look like they, they're like, they're like so overly like, I don't know. They're like, they're really attractive people, but their personality and their ego says it too. Like they just, I don't know, like, you know, like certain mannerisms and stuff that they do. Like, I don't know. Like they, I've had guys like full on take like pictures of their phone or like they're just taking selfies and shit and like, just like are so full of themselves. Like. I bet you kind of like it a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I like confidence. I think that's what it is. Confidence. Sure. Yeah. You know what? I I think you know what it is. I think girls like that chase, you know, like they're not, they're not the guys that are going to be messaging you after your date. You're probably going to wait a few days before you hear back from them and all this stuff. And we like that chase. Girls love that chase. Um, I think it's the, the idea of, oh, if I like, if say if I'm able to tame this guy and he wants to be just with me, that would be the best thing ever. Like taking him off the market. I think that's, that it's the game. I don't know if you know this. 
but because you're young and you probably don't okay. read literatica you ever read or heard of literatica absolutely not <laughs> okay so it's basically it's porn for women it's books it's like 50 shades of gray okay okay you know 50 shades of gray i do in that book along with all the other books based in this literatica category it's all about a man who can't be tamed and the fantasy is the woman trying to tame him turning the bad boy into a uh, i don't know a lover and someone who will be with her in 50 shades of gray the thing there is <laughs> so so stupid i i watched the movie too it's just oh, so oh. dumb like, it's just like he's just he's really into kinky stuff and he's into that and i remember there's like this line in the movie he's like you don't understand i can't stop doing this <laughs> i know <laughs> like, like he's a he's addicted to it and he can't stop and so it's the same idea is he's doing this thing that's very bad boy and and he can't he it's he, she can't get him to settle down with him yeah. so every single one is about that or has that sort of theme so it doesn't surprise me that you're saying this and of course i know this from talking to other women and experience oh. in general mm-hmm. is that it's yeah it's that idea is you need a little bit of a chase you need to not be able to it should not be that easy and it's interesting too because i get a lot of guys especially on my tiktok by the way a lot of guys and women women who i talk about this stuff and they go ah this is this is terrible just just be yourself this is a bunch of games it's like i don't know if it's a game it's just kind of the reality like it's not really like a a game is like it's like fake and i get it you can like you can play into this role so it seems fake because you're because you're manipulating the situation are you manipulating it if this is the way it works? This is kind of the questions I have in my head all the time when I'm thinking about it. It's like, is it really, if it works, it works. If this is, if this is the rules of attraction, now, of course, you can, you can go really far, right? You can super manipulate someone and like really play it to, a, to an evil degree. But what I say to guys is just don't, yeah, like, you, like don't text her right away. Don't be always available. Don't be always there so that you can leave some room for a little bit of chase. I, I don't see what's wrong with that. You know, and I get some guys who are like, well, that's just not me. And I'm a lover and I want to, it's like, all right, well, do, do whatever you want. It, it might, it might hurt you in the end. Yeah. I think it just depends on the, also depends on who, who they're texting to, you know, some girls, some girls are like, they, they want that guy to text them, you know, they want that, they want that affection. But a lot of girls, they, they do like when guys wait, cause they're like, oh, what's he doing? Or is he going to text me? And like the anticipation like increases. So when he finally does text you, it's like, okay, yay, like he was thinking about me, you know, I guess that's how it goes. And also, like, I guess if they're going to message you like that, like, make it meaningful, like, you know, like, kind of like a follow up sort of deal. Or um, I guess if guys text you just for like an actual reason to text you, like planning, like another date or something, I think that's good, too. So, okay, let's talk about this. Have you ever slept with a guy on a first date? Actually, I have. (laughs) My uh, actually, my ex, I did actually. That was Yeah. So just one time. Yeah, just one time. Okay, and then, and then that guy turned out to be your boyfriend. Yeah, very actually, interesting. I did have an, actually. I did have another one night stand, and he he was never my boyfriend. <laughs> it didn't uh, it didn't end up working out. Which you know, I honestly they never do really. To be honest, dog case it turns into something, but no. What made you want to do that with him? Where you were like, whoa. Yeah, I think I just um, you know I was like since the two years I've definitely been in quite a few like little flings here and there and stuff, and like you know. I think basically what happened was I think I was like kind of like on a fling, like with a relationship with somebody Um, and they kind of screwed me over or whatever. And I just kind of went through a like 
kind of lost a bit of the piece of myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm always like trying to like go and date these people. Like, why don't I just try like a one, <laughs> one night stand and just see what it's about? You know? So and you like, you were really, pre- yeah, yes. it's interesting. You really, you were really prepared for that. Yeah. I was just like, you know what, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Let's, let's just, let's just see it, see what happens. And like, maybe we'll hit it off really good. Um, and he becomes your boyfriend. <laughs> not that one, but. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> I was like, this is the most unnatural thing ever. Like, comes over my place and I'm just like what the heck like after I'm like I felt like shit I and that's why like that's oh you feel like shit. shit why well okay well no it's ever the same you have to have that emotional I feel like when you're when you're dating someone or you have you have feelings for somebody it's a lot better to be honest yeah. some people might argue with me but that's definitely the way that I feel and also like I because I never really did that too much that made me like you know what I mean like girls get a little bit like especially me I get a little bit like insecure a little bit and I'm like oh like you don't really know this person you literally were just messaging them on like Snapchat or Instagram. And now like, you know, I mean, they're in your bed and you, you know, just said the deed, which is something that I used to like take a while before I even like did that. Yeah. For a woman, it's a big safety issue emotionally and, and physically. Yeah. So I was like, and then, you know, the next, you know, the next day is just like, okay, see ya, you know, gets their, you know what I mean? They get their Uber. I'm like, oh shit. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, that's not for me. Like, that's not my thing. So I now definitely have higher expectations for myself. And that's, that's normally how I know I weed people out pretty easily that way. And like, that's a lot of times why like first dates, that's one of my other big red flags. You can kind of tell if a guy's trying to sleep with you or not. Guys sometimes will play a little bit of a game and stuff. And you know, have you ever had a one night stand that was not on a date? Like you just met him at a bar or something? Uh, no, no. Any reason why? Well, probably because when I was, I was in Peterborough and I, I, I just didn't really do that. To be honest, I always had my friends and stuff. So I, I didn't end up ever doing the deed because I just, that, that was just, you know, sex for me is like, you know, I kind of, I, I like to, you know, that's more for relationship stuff or if I'm really feeling it with somebody or if we've been on a few dates or whatever and it's feeling right, then sure. It is um, better when there's a connection, isn't there? Yeah, for sure. I don't, I don't like to, I don't want to be, you know, labeled or classified either. Like, I don't like the the feeling of that. Like, um, it doesn't feel good, you know? Classified as what? Just like a girl that just, you know... You can say the word. Uh, being classified as easy. Okay. That's the best way to say it. Easy. It. I don't want to ever be easy. I don't want that to be my label or guys to be like, oh, you know, she was easy. Like, and then another guy's purposely trying to be nice to me. So then, you know, they can get, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't want to be that person. Guys, listen to what she's saying here. This is really important stuff. This is important because you're hearing it right here from the horse's mouth is that women tend to wait longer to have sex because they don't want to be slut shamed. Yeah, a hundred percent. And don't think it's because, you know, we're not attracted to you because we could be really attracted, but we just don't want to, you know, we are also trying to feel you guys out too. And like, see where you guys are, what your true intentions are. Cause most guys you can tell maybe on the first or second, like first two dates or whatever they're, they might be trying, but after like, if they still want to see you and they're texting you and they're putting in that effort, then normally, probably, you know, that they're like a little bit more into you. It's all different, but you know what? That's, that's hundred percent it. Girls, a lot of girls are afraid of that. You know, I know. So I. What, what's your, what's your vibe now? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Are you just kind of hanging out casual for now? Or are you actively trying to get into some sort of relationship? Um, I, it's kind of funny. Like, so I actually like, I'm talking to somebody right now. Um, he's, he's awesome. And, um, he's, he's a little bit older too. So we, um, we've been hitting on. How old is he? I think he's 27. Um, so he's how'd, you, how'd you meet him? Um, actually he messaged me through Instagram. 
Sorry, he's turning. I think he's turning 29 this year. Sorry, my bad. 29. So he messaged you on Instagram. Yeah. How did he find you on Instagram? So just because it's kind of like a little bit low key and like he just, uh, yeah, I don't really want to say too much, but basically he has a, he has a business and he kind of, um, I actually like have done like some content for them before, like with his business. So he like reached out to me sort of with that. Ah, the, back, the, the back door route. Yeah, exactly. But he actually ended up like, he asked me for like a gym date and stuff. So, you know, that the whole reason why he messaged you was because he thought you were cute, right? He was, 100%. it was not, it was not for business first. <laughs> I told him the other day, I literally thought that's the reason at first, that's the reason why, but no, definitely he was definitely flirting. <laughs> that's funny. What did he say? Did he say, no, 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 I really wanted to do content with you? No, no, no. He was, you know what? He was very straight up with me. Good like, for him. Okay. So he was like, yeah, yeah. I thought you were cute. I reached out to you. And I respect that. Men, if you're listening, be great communicators. That, that's the biggest turn on ever. Like, tur- like, be able to communicate. What does that mean? You know what? Just being like, okay, I the communication parts. It's a little bit tricky because um, you don't want to put too much on the table at the beginning, or you know, communicate too much for the point where you're freaking out a girl. But you also want to communicate like where your head is at, like what you kind of like what what you're feeling about her, like if you like her or if you like if you're you know if you're emotionally available or you know whatever. Like just being open about stuff and like I don't know, kind of putting it out there. Yeah, I just feel I feel like. Yes, that's what women say they want, but really when you start to communicate too much, it yeah. actually turns them off. Yeah, 100%. Such a fine line between being a good communicator and being uh, someone who's overly vulnerable. Um, it also depends too. It, it all depends on the girl you're talking to too because some girls really like that stuff, but other girls are like, you know, especially it depends where you're at, like honestly in life and where, where you view relationships or dating. It depends. Um, but for me, like I really like communication. So I was like, he was, you know, pretty transparent with me. So I really, I like that actually, oddly enough. I'm curious. I saw, I, I put a TikTok out recently mm-hmm. and I said on there, don't text her and try to get to know her in between dates. Mm-hmm. And every woman on there that commented was like, <laughs> what'd you say just probably ripped you alive right ripped me alive ripped mm-hmm. me alive yeah. it was just like good luck listen to this guy and you'll never get a date da 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 da, da. and i'm just like oh god are you contemplating are just, on deleting the tiktok it's really annoying because these women are getting in the way of what my message here you yeah. know it's like like no offense to you no. or any women but no. a lot of women don't know how to describe what makes them attra- it's like these women are, and I'm, this is where I want to bring you into this. They're convinced. And, and by the way, if you disagree with this, that's totally fine. I want to hear it. So no, don't just agree no, with I, me to agree. I want to hear this. Yeah. But these women are saying, you know, if he, does, if he doesn't communicate with me between dates, I'm just going to assume he's not interested and I'm going to be done. And so what I'm trying to say, but you can't have conversations on TikTok because it's not really conducive to that as much mm-hmm. when you can, unless you sit on there and do these Twitter like sentences you can only like talk so much in the comments. So anyways, <laughs> what I'm what I'm trying to say is gentlemen, as long as you're asking her on dates and that's all and and, and if that's all you're doing, that should be fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like okay, yeah, obviously, obviously if you ask her on a date 2 weeks later after your I don't know, let's just say your third date, well clearly something's going to fall off. But what I'm saying is, as long as you consistently have a date on the books, in theory, you don't have to be sitting there texting. How was your day? How's it going? Da 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 da. So I'm, I'll ask you: If mm-hmm. a guy was consistently setting up dates every week, and on the dates, by the way, it was like great. Like he's a great guy. He showed interest in you. Like he escalated with you, and physically, like you guys end up having sex. Like 
He was doing all the things that someone would do if they were interested in you, but he wasn't a texter in between dates. Would you continue with this guy? You know what? Actually, it's funny. Like, um, probably like a few months ago, I, I had someone that actually was doing that. And um, you know what? I actually, I actually was, I was fine with that. You know, like we're so used to like people and like, you know, men and like for me as a female, like men, like messaging you 24 seven, I, you know, I'm busy. You know what? It just shows that he's, as long as you're messaging to set up a date and stuff, I think it's like, it makes it more meaningful when a guy messages you. And then it's like, you actually, you get the girl's attention essentially. Totally. And yeah. And that too. That too. I message her, message her with a purpose. It's not like, hey, what's up, you know? Or, you know, it's just so like sometimes you just get into those like, oh, what what are you doing? What are you up to? And then it's like, you know, continuous. So I think I honestly I think if, if there's a fine line, obviously, like, um, you know, but I, I definitely I agree with you in that sense too. Um I definitely, just, don't, definitely don't wait two weeks. So like Right. If not, like, there's a lot of, you know, you know, it's just not good. You want to show interest, but at the same time, you don't want to become over too, overly too empowering at the beginning. Right. I, and, I, and, and you can make mistakes over text. You can say oh, something that's sure. just like really dumb and you can end up, you can end up losing the girl if you say something over text. That's, that's not good. So guys always want those like, great texts. It's like, no, just don't text. And then she'll end up chasing you more mm. because you're not going to be texting her all the time. Right. It's interesting, too, because a lot of women have said, like, no, I want a guy who communicates with me. This is the 21st century. You know, he's got a He's got a tech. This is what we do now. And I guarantee you any of these women, if the guy was an awesome guy, consistently setting up dates and, and the dates were awesome. That's all you need. That's yeah. all you need. I think okay. yeah, everyone's so used to texting, too. Right. So I, for me, I like I prefer to go on like a person to person. You know what I mean? Like I texting's almost it's it's yeah. I, I mean, think too, red flag, by the way, guys out there, if you end up getting with a girl that you are doing that with, you're consistently setting up dates, da, 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 da. And she says something to you along the lines of like, sorry, I just need someone who's a good texter. You don't seem that interested in me. Red flag. I think that girl has issues. I think she's super needy. I think that she doesn't have a, I know I'm very blunt. No, <laughs> I, I think that she's, I'm just laughing. So it's kind of, it is true. Honestly, it's true. I think that, that there are red flags there. Mm-hmm. And you'll have a more down to earth, reasonable woman who will probably won't cause drama in your life if she shows positive signals to you. Again, setting up the dates and not texting all the time. Especially I'm glad. I, I'm too. glad one female agrees. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Honestly, I. I. Yeah. I mean, you don't always have to be glued to your phone, and as long as you're consistently setting up dates and kind of checking in here and there, great. Yeah. Okay. So. Let's wrap it up here. Let's say this. If you have any advice to give to guys, what would it be? In terms of, again, experience, maybe an experience that you've had that really just knocked your socks off. Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to, oh no. <laughs> hmm. You know what? Actually, I've seen one of your clips before. Another girl was speaking and I don't want to copy her, but you know what? She, she was pretty dead on intentionality. She said that I actually saw that, that tick, that TikTok. What I, does that mean? I think having the right intention and like, okay, I know that we just went over the whole communication and stuff, but kind of, especially when it comes to dating too, like make sure you're in the right headspace and make sure that, you know what I mean? Like you kind of, if you want to date somebody, make sure like you're going in it for the right reasons and make sure that, you know what I mean? That you kind of like give off those signals that that's what you want. If you want a one night stand or whatever, if that's what you want, like, I, I honestly, it's just like the whole, like, don't play Like I hate playing games and stuff and like giving off the vibe that 
you want a relationship, you want this, but meanwhile, you really just wanted a one night stand or you just wanted like the hookup sort of thing. Um, I think just, yeah, being like kind of being clear with your, you know, if, if that's what you want, you wanted to date and stuff. Like, I think that you should be kind of showing that in a sense. I don't okay. know. That's probably a terrible way to end it, no, but no, I, I get it. Listen, you, you want to know what's going on. And, and guys, I, I do agree with that. You know, you don't, I mean, you don't want to trick a girl. You know, if you want something casual, you'll find a girl who wants something casual too. So just exactly. treat it that way. Exactly. Just treat it that way. And if you want a relationship, you want to make sure that she also knows that you're looking for a relationship because there are some women who don't want that. Or maybe they they like being casual with you, but they just don't want a relationship with you. Well, then you're going to be wasting your time trying to court her and date her for a relationship when she's not that interested. So there has to be some sort of time in there when you're dating someone, if you want a relationship that you got to say it. I wouldn't say it too soon, oh. maybe, you know, three, four five months, but definitely, definitely let them know what's going on. Actions speak louder than words. I always say to guys, if you want something casual, don't be inviting her to like these, yes. you know, on a third date to these romantic dinners and things like that. Honestly, just everything that I was mumbling about, just say that actions. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like if, yeah, hundred percent, you know, if you want to Netflix and chill, then invite her over to Netflix and chill. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. And don't be on that date or whatever that is. Hang out, be mentioning about how, you know, you want to, you want to date somebody and all this stuff. When, if that's not your intention, don't be giving those mixed signals. That, right. that's tough. Kayla, you're awesome. Thank you for coming on today. Thank, Thank you. you for sharing your thoughts, your wisdom on your 22 years on, on this earth. Uh, but no, I, I do say that, you know, even though you are on the younger side, it, uh, you're still a woman. And so a woman who's 22 and a woman who's, 50 years old, you still have the same, you know, same hormones, same parts, same desires, same <laughs> turnoffs, you know, it, it doesn't matter. So, but anyway, like I said, thank you for sharing everything and, and for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. Where can guys find you if they want to follow you? Um, Instagram, uh, Kayla underscore Barrage. Um, TikTok, I think it's just, I think it's the same thing, Kayla underscore Barrage. Cool. We'll put that on the show notes so guys can check it out. Thanks, right. Kayla. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>